0: Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii Podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host. Joining me today is Mr. Kawashima Bukuro. How's it? Devin Nakoba? What's up? Doing a little seat switching today. I know. (laughs) Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to download the podcast. And finally, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com to get in touch with the show. If you'd like to be more uh, helpful on the show, sure, I screwed that up. Please go to patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com, and donate. There you'll be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. I just mailed out the T-shirts to our England uh, patrons, nice. so apparently. I may get mine someday. You know what's weird? Possibly. When I when I did your shirt, it's it like I did a bunch of shirts, and all the other shirts went, and yours is still being worked on for some reason. Maybe the number four X. But you told him Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: forgot. So
2: oh, and by the way, don't forget to um, uh, rate us on iTunes if you can. Uh, it helps to show out more than I think we even realize. Yeah. Uh, but if you can, just do the five-star rating. If you don't want to do five-star rating, that's cool. Just m- move along.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank Did you to our sponsors. Did you just cut sponsors. your hair? Yes. Oh, it's really Wait,
2: really let, me fi- let me finish.
0: Let me nice finish. It does look good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, Koopa Koopa Landscaping, Landscape Yay. Architects. You can call Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 if you have any landscaping needs. That goes for you too, Trace. Oh, wow. Uh, you mm-hmm. can go to koopa koopa com to see some good. of their work and y- thank you again to fort ruger market so hey. i'm going through the alphabet today so i had the b plate mm-hmm. rather than the dude, a plate dude that thing was massive yeah, yeah. Lao lau plus uh, lomi salmon and beef stew beef stew yeah so i don't know what we they got to make one
2: they gotta make that one but with the kalua pig but with kalua pig I as well They can make that a c or is there a c already there, there is a yeah. c oh,
0: yeah a c. i think it was all the way to h well you
1: you try the b today so, so next the next week is week a a gonna be c yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah beef stew so is mean
0: yeah You can find find Devin on Kumo 94.7. You can go to highlifeclothing.com to find Mm -hmm. Kyle's designs. And now to our special guest today. Uh, Our special guest is Mr. Tracy Tarada. He is an ukulele performer and instructor based out of Kaneohe. Uh, We go back a long time, but not as long back as Devin and Tracy, (laughs) who are (laughs) elementary school friends. Best friends from what I understand. From
3: what I understand, too. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is what we're telling everybody now.
0: Yeah. So Tracy, thanks for being here.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much, John, for having me. I really appreciate uh what you guys are doing over here. High Sessions Podcast.
0: Now now we we talked about this, but you were like on the forefront of podcasting. Yes. When was your podcast <coughs> you had a podcast at one time. Yes. Right? You're like the podfather of Hoy. I am, podfather. I am the podfather of, of Hoy, yeah.
3: No, I, I, I started uh, my podcast back in... What year was it, John?
0: I want to say like 2003, but it's probably more like 2008 or something. Wow. I'm tra- I'm not, I'm 2003
2: or 2008? <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> a big
0: distance, yeah. dude. I, I, I don't know, but I, all I know is when did Joe Rogan start his podcast?
3: Because you said it was about the same time. Yeah, it was around the same time. I don't know when he started his, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what made you even get it? So Tracy has always... Oh, well, let me give some background on Tracy Tracy is an ukulele performer but he also produces he does studio work yeah. you just do it you're kind of like a just jack of all trades yeah. kind yeah, of thing just
3: whatever yeah Fishing. and so
0: yeah and, and we worked together on the Pure Heart album the first one mm-hmm. that is our connection yeah and um, but you've always been like you started doing hip hop stuff yeah you've done the podcast stuff we'd go to your office and play video games right like you used to burn video games on <coughs> okay. off the internet yeah, let's not get into okay. legal okay. wait bro. so you're the, <laughs> you're the cause of John's addiction oh kinda <laughs> yeah
3: Yeah. alright that's cool like, I'm, like, I'm cool with those, that I like Trace it Chase
0: is like the cool older guy older back in <laughs> back in when you do big brother big dude? brother yeah you'd go to his his like little warehouse thing where he'd record so he'd have a recording studio he had like electronic drums when electronic drums was brand new he had oh, video dude. games he had all the toys
3: all the toys of course. well no right. wonder
0: Devin
1: and you were, good were friends yeah. that's
3: right well, best, friends. Yeah. best friends yeah supposedly
0: <laughs> supposedly right <laughs> so anyway yeah what what happened to the podcast you just stopped
3: yeah you know um He's got kids, we man. just got tired getting of getting <laughs> older ah. i got tired of setting up microphones every time <laughs> you know we did have a sponsor but it wasn't a, a paid sponsor so I see. We we're just getting gear from them right mm. i um, see so it's like oh man this is not worth it already was it called podcast back then or was it something else it was called podcasting yeah okay but it was called podcasting from when it first came out okay um and what was the guy's name? There was a some guy that they actually call him the Podfather. I can't remember his name oh, you know either. Really? Oh, it was Adam Curry. Adam Curry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Curry, oh, was Adam like the big Curry. guy that back guy? then. Yeah, yeah he's the
1: first guy that started
3: podcasting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But
1: yeah. didn't podcasting take off when um, YouTube and other platforms were able to air it more easily?
3: I don't and know because you know um, before I, I was kind of before the YouTube thing because yeah. we had just started doing video podcasting or. or I don't know what it was called back then but we 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 had just started doing video with our podcast when we had decided to call it quits Mm, mm. so that whole thing with youtube um, broadcasting or putting out videos of podcasts and stuff like that that was before us yeah because before it was just audio yeah yeah it was just audio in the beginning and they came out with what were called enhanced podcasts which they featured on um, apple music or itunes only where it would show you pictures of what you know you could program it to show a picture of maybe if we're talking about a certain species of tree it'll show you that species of tree You oh, know, like a, like a
1: slideshow yeah. presentation yeah slideshow
3: exactly that's a good way to describe it and then eventually they came out with the actual video mm. uh, and, and live too we did live as well we also did live um podcasting as well video took it to another level yeah as far as viewership yes video video took it to another level but like i said that was like kind of like at the end of of your run yeah mm. of oh, my run yeah
0: and the thing about Tracy's podcast from what I remember is that uh, it, um, his partner who I won't mention no why not friend, huh why not well I don't know <laughs> well okay you're Brandon Apellis Hey, Brandon who's a friend of, of both of ours yeah I love Brandon but like he would say man I'm glad those podcasts don't exist anywhere now because we used to talk <laughs> about everybody <laughs> <laughs> <That's> that <laughs> oh but so
2: they're not on youtube or anything no no like, oh, no you, you missed them oh wow yeah
3: so i got guys, copies you, of them
0: oh you do yeah but like um <clears throat> blackmail yeah, material you guys
3: just like uh didn't hold back he didn't hold back oh. i <laughs> held back oh, I see, I see. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't hold back but uh but yeah before brandon it was uh jen right j rock mm-hmm. oh that's yeah. right yeah. okay mm-hmm. and she was awesome too it was, it was so much fun doing that but you know it just became too much work
1: what was the topics that you guys discussed? was it purely mu- around
3: music yeah primarily music we we wanted to m- what i wanted to do with it which we ended up it really turned into a drinking festival <laughs> you know towards towards <laughs> the end but when we started off it was it was primarily to try and get musicians extra exposure in another way mm. um to uh, maybe a, perhaps another audience as well because podcasting was so new
2: so john stole the idea from you then basically no, that's what, doing. what think, we're doing now.
3: I certainly today. don't think that it's a stolen idea. I think that this <laughs> is an idea that everybody would come up with, right? When you first think about it, it's like, hey, I want to do a podcast because I want to help. I mean, that's that's what it is. You know, People that think that way, they of course they're going to try to look for ways to do it.
0: Well, I mean, this just came up out of a kind of necessity. It's it just that we wanted to connect with our our audience on YouTube. And right like right now you go to high sessions, most, I'd say 90% of people... Know about high sessions because they stumbled upon some video, and then they just get mm-hmm. sucked into the mm-hmm. videos, mm-hmm. but they don't know who produces high sessions or what high sessions is all about, mm-hmm. or what Hawaiian music is all about, to right be fair. so
3: this was just an opportunity to do that. Well, yeah. oh, I, I think it's beautiful what you guys are doing. It's not, it's not only about uh, I mean I know you guys have Malika Dudley on yeah uh, recently, and I mean so it's not only about music, this is about yeah culture in general, yeah
0: yeah, we just want to try to keep it local, you know. Yeah. Any anything tied to Hawaii Okay. Yeah. Speaking of local. All right. Sorry. Follow up from last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. So, we got to take a detour Timmy here. Chang,
2: bro. Timmy Chang hired. Yes. Yes, no. I know you were a no. Oh, well, cuz you would rather have June Jones. You, I, you I I buy will, into Timmy. When King. I heard
1: June Jones was interested, I wanted him to be the coach. Kay. When I, when Timmy Chang got the job, I was like, "Well, well, you know, not as experienced as June, but being a local boy Yeah And coming home And the story behind it I'm, I'm for him 100% You know okay. I hope he can What about uh, you Dan? I hope he's successful That's a Hawaii boy
3: yeah. right now Yeah yeah. No matter who's coaching You stand behind him Exactly
1: Because yeah. yeah.
2: my whole thing was uh, What I thought uh, What I thought was interesting Yeah Was um, The When he was doing his His stuff On the the Like the interviews and stuff The The broad, The brotherhood thing Is behind him
1: and I went. I kind of knew what was going on. I was like,
2: "Wow!" Because John Veneri talked about it in a post before that thing even showed up. So when it showed up and Timmy standing or in front of it, I went, "Wow!" Timmy really thought this out, which made what, me feel uh, good. Sorry, I don't. I don't understand what. Okay, you're talking so about. he, um, uh, John Veneri, when when the hiring first happened, right? So there's all the Piterkio with June and all that stuff, right? Which, by the way, I called. But anyway, um there was <laughs> did, uh, there was did. all that stuff that, that happened and um uh Timmy was announced as the coach. I was thinking, okay, well how are they gonna you know work all this out? How is this how is this happen? And then they had it's Okay, okay. It's like, and then they had um uh John Veneri did a post that said, you know, we're here for the brotherhood, blah 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 all that stuff and I like, oh well that's kinda cool. And then like twenty four hours later, Timmy's doing an interview and he's sitting in front of a thing, a graphic behind him that says Brotherhood. And I went, oh, wow. oh well, that's they,
1: they were promoting that hashtag Brotherhood before they were looking for a coach already. Yeah, They were, t- they were making, uh, UH I think was making posters and, and posting people of committing pe- um, players. Hmm. And saying committed oh. Brotherhood. Oh, okay, yeah. so it was already okay. a kind of thing kind of that they thing? were using. But when Timmy went in the back, you kind of
0: knew he was connected already with, with it. Uh,
1: already, Which yeah. is great,
0: you know. My, my thought on it, as someone who's not involved with UH, who doesn't really care about much, UH sports, yeah. like I, I think June Jones is ex- was exciting because you know of his the history that he had with the program, but like I kind of mentioned on the podcast last week, you know he's toward the end of his career. Really, realistically, how many years is he going to give to the program, right? Even if he wanted to, I don't think he's going to coach for ten more years or whatever. It's, you know, so i don't know getting someone new in there some new blood and stuff i think it's kind of exciting
2: okay yeah
1: welcome wow.
0: home timmy and um good yeah, luck bad. with everything man good we
4: support you me.
2: guys we want to we want to have you on the podcast oh yeah that'd be awesome oh that'd be really yeah that'd, that'd be great, be great
1: especially because you
2: know we were supporting you that's right great. Devin was, <laughs> all, was all in from the v- from get-go all
0: right so, so sorry tracy go no, no.
2: Does tracy no. have something you wanted to mention about
3: no, I, I absolutely don't have anything. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big football guy. Okay. You know? yeah.
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you who don't know Tracy Tirada, Tracy is a really good ukulele player. I, I, I'm trying to fish the word that I want to say like um, decent. No, 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 no. Like you're beyond just good. Like I don't know how to. Expl- he better be good. He used to carry that shit
2: around with him at my my all yeah. damn all. day. So so you I, can, I can vouch. If people say, wow, how long has Tracy been playing ukulele? I would say he's been playing since he was 10,
0: yeah, 11 you know years uh, old. What's weird about yeah. that, okay, uh-huh. you're a little bit older mm-hmm. than me, but not that
1: much mm-hmm. older than me. I'm
3: 53, I think. are so elef- quite a bit you're older. Than 10 you.
1: years older than you. 11 years older yeah. than you, John. We're older than
0: you. No, I'm 44. We're still older. We're like nine years older. Yeah. Nine years, years older. All right, but, but ukuleles, when I was growing up, was not considered cool to be carrying around. You know, it only became cool when Kael Crater Boys made it cool in the 90s.
3: Okay, cuz I, I thought it was cool. So
0: So,
4: but well, was it cool?
0: <laughs> he, thought, I, like, he really
3: did. So, well, he thought he He thought it
4: was
1: Devin? cool. Devin,
0: was he was he the
2: cool kid with the ukulele? No, camera? we were neither of us was the cool kid. Oh. I'm sorry. I mean, it, we weren't, but
3: it's kind of a in, surprise. In, <laughs> a,
2: in elementary school, in elementary school, you had to take a class to play ukulele. Yeah, for yeah. grade. So, right? Yeah. So you I took the class because I just got into my, my when it was fifth grade. So that's where I first met Tracy. And he was already walking around with an ukulele. Him and Richard O'Connell. I don't know who Richard O'Connell is. Shut up. Richard O'Connell was a bull of our school, bro. I was, the only I was the bull, was was, so that's why. No, <laughs> no he was the only, he was the only, he was the only Japanese bull school I've ever met in my entire life.
3: Oh man, I like all the rest of them were
2: all these big local guys, so and 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 Richard was a little bit taller than us, impossible. a little bit heavier guy, but he was the only kid in our school who knew how to box. Hmm. so he would just work guys like people if people thought they were badass he would we just gotta meet this so
0: Richard O'Connell guy because it's like the yeah, fifth just, time Devin brought him up, up. Like you have childhood traumatization I right? did because yeah.
2: <laughs> he sent because he sent Joey to beat me up after school Joey from Friends no Joey from our class
3: I don't know who Joey is
2: yeah I didn't know Joey either I got to, met, I got to meet him on that first day I remember Dino yeah Fernandez
3: he's all so, into MMA now yeah Anyway, anyway.
1: Can, can, can you um share, like, he said that you're the, the kid with the ukulele. Yeah. What was Devin? The kid with the
2: ice cream walking around? I was a cool <laughs> kid, I think, actually. I was the, no, really? it was the kid with the glasses who didn't know what that Yeah, he, he did was have doing. glasses, yeah. Yeah, But I had glasses that was dorky. And oh
3: uh, Wait, you know, I think, if I'm not mistaken, were we after the same girl?
2: No, because she had who? Dory. Was her name Derry? Derry, Derry, sorry, Derry, yes. Yes. No, I was, I was not after Derry, but I was you. I was just trying to help you get dairy, And then you succeeded on your own. And it was cute because you were both these tiny people. Oh, but then
3: Kelly, who was interested in me? So that was a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> See, it's actually mine. In fifth, sixth grade, all the girls were interested in him.
2: But, it, but he, was, he was the reason why I learned ukulele. Because we had to take that class. And he was the one walking around with an ukulele all the time playing. <laughs> and so he was always showing people stuff. And Richard would grab your ukulele and play it. And because you didn't want to get beat up, you would let him play your ukulele. Mm, and then, remember. yeah, I know you don't remember any of this stuff. Yeah. It's okay. I remember it vividly because okay. I almost lost my life in elementary school. So it was very, it was very traumatic for me. What kind Five of music were you, you playing? playing in my mind.
3: Well, I remember performing at the, the talent show, which I didn't get first. I got second. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I played uh, Crazy G. Oh,
0: yeah. Right?
1: Crazy Which G. is
3: like, I mean, that's the song that our ukulele players learn, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because back then, who was it? Was it? It wasn't Capena, because we were Kupenna oh, Kupenna we mean, high the school. Big the big names happened. back then were yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. John Donald's called Creator Boys. We grew up with Kelly Boy, and then yeah. I, I don't know who. We, we no, grew we didn't with. have anybody. Because I mean, uh, what I'm
0: saying is, in my day, no one carried on like carrying on ukulele wasn't a thing until Kyle yeah. Creator boys. Yeah. So yeah, so well, like, he was ahead of his time. That's the thing.
2: With always Chase. ahead of my time. He's always he's always this much ahead of whatever's happening. I've been wearing
3: corduroy shorts for years now, waiting <laughs> for them to come back in style. Always
1: Get ready, it's time. coming. It's coming, bro. <laughs> Those op shorts I <laughs> come
0: right back.
3: Mine's is actually op. See? Yeah.
0: Well, okay. So so what happens is, uh, so I'm playing ukulele with jake right we're we're doing our thing this is high school yeah time and um he's looking for someone to teach him right and he went to a few teachers and at, even in high school jake was a pretty badass player you know so there were some that said like i don't i don't really know what i'm going to teach you you know at this point yeah and then he bumped into tracy and tracy goes ah i can i can teach I can teach you.
3: I don't. That's, I don't know if that's how it went. Okay. You know. I mean. But anyway,
0: he ends up being your student. Yeah. And you really took his playing to another level. You know. I don't know. So, I was going to ask you, what, what? So for the ukulele players that are good, but they want to be on the next level, what, what were you, what were you teaching? Like, how were you teaching? Were you oh. teaching theory, or were you teaching?
3: Um yeah you know when it comes to jake i think that a lot of it did have to do with theory because he's at that level he wants to understand the music he wants to not only play it but he wants to breathe the music i mean seriously that's who that's what jake was and he still is yeah. from yeah. from what i can tell he's still that person today but you know I, I think there's a few things that you gotta learn uh to do when you're playing the ukulele um if you want to be really good and that is to understand the neck of the instrument a lot of times you know we, we, we got our eyes on our fingers we're making sure our fingers are going to the right place but what you don't realize or what a lot of people don't realize is that if you do this motion every single day your fingers are gonna know where to go every single time and you're not gonna make mistakes hmm. so that's one thing that I would say is to really get to know your fingerboard by the, by doing exercise you know exercises are also a really important thing because when it comes to um, playing or learning to play an instrument Everything else becomes a distraction. The melody becomes a distraction. The rhythm becomes a distraction. But when you're just playing exercises and there's no rhythm and no melody, you've got no distractions. The only thing you can listen to is your errors that you're making while you're playing. Oh. So, yeah. So, that's, that's, those are a couple of things that I would say, you know. And always listen to music. Jake was always listening to music. Um, I have a story that I used to tell people about. Do you have time?
2: We're not going anywhere, man. Like another
3: hour. Okay, I just didn't know if you had to take like a commercial break. Or no, no, no. We
4: oh. don't
2: do commercials. No. Yeah. Oh, you, oh,
3: you guys are commercial free. You heard that, audience? Commercial yeah. free, baby. So lucky.
2: Yeah. Um, there's no way to. There's no way to go. There's no way to go from us. Basically, when you hear, you hear. <laughs> You're stuck. You either gotta turn yeah, us yeah. off or. This is the Hotel yeah, California.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you can check in, but you cannot <laughs> yeah, leave. You cannot leave. <laughs> uh what was was i talking i can't remember now your story
0: you had a story about jake oh yeah
3: jake when when uh as you're saying you know he was a badass through high school he was a badass for real i mean when we when i met him he was at he was working at house of music and i saw him playing I was like, man this kid is really good but i can't remember how he figured out who i was but he asked me if he could take lessons from me yeah and so we did end up having a lesson um, multiple lessons, but the very first lesson was, I couldn't believe what I was dealing with. Jake was something really special. I, mean, I know you've played with him for a long time, so you kind of you're used to it. Sure. But I mean, this kid was was really special. When he when he would when he would uh, learn something, it was like he was absorbing it. It, was, it wasn't like he was just kind listening. It's like he was absorbing everything <laughs> that you were saying, like a sponge would. You know, when sponges are like this, and then they kind of expand when you put water on it. That's what happened with Jake. It seems so, like he's the kind of
1: guy that would pick up... If he picked up a violin, he would have probably been the one of the best violin players.
3: Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, I, if I were him, I probably would have gone for something like tuba. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta imagine that not everybody wants to be a, play the tuba, so he could probably be, like, the best in the world. The tuba, <laughs> you
4: know? <laughs> 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 I don't know if I'll pay yeah, Hawaii t- just in Jake <laughs> and his
1: tuba. <laughs> tuba
3: But when he when
2: He first pure heart with a tuba. That
1: would have been weird.
3: That would have been actually pretty awesome.
4: <laughs> <laughs> him and
3: Lopaka can have a little, a little rhythm job. But, um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that happened when, when he first came in to take lessons, I taught him the song Yesterday by the Beatles. And, you know, one of the things that I always tell students that come from different schools, I try I try to tell them, look, you got to look at the instrument as not only one string. You know, a lot of people, they look at that bottom string and they're climbing the neck all the way up this that. So my my deal with Jake was, I told him, we're going to do the song yesterday by the Beatles. I gave him the music for it and everything. And I said, here's the thing. You can't play anything on the bottom string. Hmm.
4: Hmm.
3: Now, the truth is, I don't know if I could have done that. (laughs) But the next day, this is how Jake is. The next day, he called me and he said, Trace, Trace, I, I, I think I got it. I think I got it. Let me play it for you. The next day, this kid was doing that. And I was like, holy cow. This guy is something special. He really is something special. So, you know, I mean, everybody that sees Jake, I think they know it. A lot of people compare other ukulele players to Jake, but Jake was number one. Jake was the guy that started this stuff, man. You can give credit to Troy Fernandez, who I think is brilliant, Otasan, any of these guys. But Jake did something special, you know. He put music, he put real music into the ukulele. When he grabs the string and you hear the vibrato that he puts on those notes, it's not like any anyone else. Everyone yeah. else looks at the ukulele like punk 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 punk. Yeah. Jake is like <Quandaguets> bam, wow, whale, whale, wah, wha- overbait, <coughs> right. That's Jake. It's a different kind of ukulele playing that he does. So yeah, Jake was special, John. I think if you feel like you're special, if you're one of those people that feel like you got it, do it. Just go for it. Because,
0: I I mean, I run into ukulele players all the time. A lot of them are very good, you know, these young up-and-coming ukulele players. Yeah. But a lot of them are are taking arrangements that are already done. Right. And they they can play it excellent. Mm -hmm. You know, they're really good players. But uh, the next level is being... Because, you know, the question is, is it Jake's uh, onstage persona that's the difference? No. I mean, it is partly. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you just listen to him play, how he attacks the notes and stuff like that. Those are the like little intricacies that he does that just makes him different he's, than any other ukulele. He's much
2: more, uh, I don't know, it seems like he's uh, his creativity about it, about the instrument, it's never, like uh, Trace was saying, it's never just about the ukulele. It's about all the, all the stuff, all the sounds that you can make using this instrument that aren't just necessarily... You know what I mean?
4: Well, but did, yeah,
1: I think he was one of the first guys to plug it into a distortion and make a song yeah. like on an electric guitar. His or pedal, electric guitar. yeah, yeah, stuff. it's yeah. pretty amazing, yeah. man.
4: Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm not super crazy about that, that sound is, to be yeah. real honest with you. Yeah. But yeah.
2: I was not, yeah. not the creativity though. You got to give yeah. him credit. Yeah, for that, yeah, because yeah. 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 I mean the the just you listen to his albums, going,
1: What? Well, you wait okay, when well, you listen to the first the Cologne album, Superfly, mm-hmm. right, and you hear him plug into the distortion and play that's that's something nobody's done before yeah i've uh, never heard anybody the, do the, that
3: the, before. on that particular song i don't know if you notice it but he's also not uh, using his fingers to fret the fingerboard he's using a slide
1: oh mm-hmm. really
3: yeah i'm pretty sure that's a song that we did that on wow mm. i'm pretty sure pretty sure i was
1: just going through old videos last night on my computer i came across one that says jake on conan o'brien and really? I, I actually oh. recorded i remember that I, I remember that night i watched it live and mm-hmm. i had chicken skin because it's the first time i ever Saw somebody that I know personally be on Conan <laughs> <laughs> but on on top of that, blowing everybody away and taking his talent from here to the world uh-huh. at that point, yeah. you know. And I was like, looking at that, I was like, man, this is something special, man. And I just came across the video last night. I was watching it. It's incredible. He oh, had the oh. spiky hair back then. Yeah. And the kind of, <laughs> the you know, the, the glasses. and. Well, the we still had the
0: glasses and stuff? Yeah.
4: <laughs> that was his Jake's look. Jason's yeah. <laughs> <Jake's laughs> ears must be all itchy right now. I know.
0: I know. Yeah. So for you, you start in elementary school. What what got you into the ukulele?
3: Um, no, I started when <laughs> I was five years old. Wow. And um and it was I just wanted to learn. My parents bought me an ukulele and they sent me to ukulele and that was it. You know, I mean that became my career. Were I you a Sukuma kid? No, I wasn't a Sukuma kid. It's uh it's I don't wanna say that, that, that it's something I'm proud of, but I like being from a different school. You know, from coming from a different perspective. But it wasn't really that I explored the ukulele until I that I until I learned from Peter Moon. Oh, okay. mm. Peter Moon was I mean, and that was I was by that time I was already gee, I must have been in my twenties by that time. What year was that, John, you know?
0: What year did I meet you?
3: No, what year did I take from Peter Moon? Oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> John is a date guy so far. Uh, he's uh, giving me all well, my yeah, dates. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's true. but anyway, um, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Why is he asking John?" <laughs> yeah, Peter. Peter. Peter Moon was was definitely to to, the, to this very day. That's I mean, of course, the basics I got from. I took lessons at the YWCA oh, okay. YWCA oh, okay, okay. on Richard Street. My parents took me there. They didn't realize that it was gonna. You know, <laughs> I'd have to tell people for the rest of my life that I learned <laughs> from the Young Women's Women's
4: <laughs> Christian <laughs> Academy.
3: But whatever the case, you know, I learned there, and um, for maybe a couple of years. And everything else after that was all on my own, you know? Everything was on my own until I met Peter Moon. And uh, I,
0: how did you meet Peter Moon?
3: I worked for his distribution company.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's, oh, 20s. Oh, okay, that I, makes sense.
2: I thought Peter Moon was kind of a prickly personality, dude. I can't believe he said,
3: yeah, okay, I'll teach you. Yeah, you know, you, you, you're not so far off from the truth, I think. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, he, he just knew what he wanted, I mm-hmm. think. And if you didn't roll that way, he wasn't going to have it you know mm. so you're right he was kind of a hard person to deal with a lot of times especially when it came to money mm. yeah. but the guy knew his stuff he had a big heart he brought me in and he taught me he taught me how to play ukulele like mm. like I've never learned before I mean it was tough you know because he wouldn't sit there and show you the chords everything was you get just gotta watch him play and you gotta jump in whenever it's like watching one train go by
2: wait, wait 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 Just okay for, for I, I don't play ukulele so try explain to me how that works so when you would have a a lesson with him he would start a song and okay tracy whenever
3: you can just jump in and play something no he wouldn't really say it i would just jump in because that's what that's what we did you know he he wasn't the type of teacher that would sit there and say here's your music yeah you know today we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna discuss bar chords you know that wasn't him was he or you were his only student? At that time, I was his only student. I, there's other people that have learned from him, but at that time, I was only his only student. I was kind of proud of that, too, because yeah. I worked for his distributor, so I had that, I had that in. Was yeah. it
1: free lessons, or did he charge it you? It was me? absolutely free lessons. That's
3: awesome. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It was absolutely free. Once a week? Well, I mean, I, I did have to do housework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling us about
0: that. Well, tell us yeah. about the, uh, Roach <laughs> the Roach story.
4: Roach story?
0: What?
3: <laughs> okay. Oh don't boy. get mad at me for oh, telling this story oh. people.
0: Oh okay. Well, uh, no no you didn't, it, I don't think it was bad.
3: Yeah. Well, Peter Peter um had this thing about bugs. He really he really didn't like bugs. <laughs> and some of the stuff that I had to do when I went over to his house felt very if you guys know the movie Karate Kid with Ralph Machio, I'm not talking about yeah. the new one, right? Yeah. Because I cannot get into the new one. Oh, for the Cobra Kai? Yeah. Well, that's that's Cobra like his Kai. favorite show. No, I'm talking about the, the the one that the guy is doing Kung Fu and he's not even not Karate. even. Oh, you're know oh, yeah. you know talking the, the, about? The, one the Jackie oh, Chan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. um, uh, it was very Karate Kid-like where you would go over to his house and he would basically ask you if you could do something. For me, it was wash dishes, um, vacuum sometimes, and one of, one of his favorite things it's to do fair was... Trade. Very fair trade trade indeed to learn from the master. Yeah. Yeah. But um one of the most memorable things that he made (laughs) me do was uh he would he would greet me with a with a Power Ranger mask on. If you guys remember the Power Ranger came in a few different colors. He was the Blue Ranger, so he would have his Blue Ranger mask on. And if you know Peter Moon, he didn't like to wear shirts, so he didn't have a shirt on. (laughs) But he had his swimming trunks and he had two cans of black flag in the uh, elastic of each side of his shorts and he would give me my green mask and tell me okay put put your mask on Tracy put your mask on and he would we would have to go upstairs and I would be the guy that would have to kick the tables over and he would start spraying the tables (laughs) hoping that we would kill the roaches How many
2: roaches That's are we talking about, man? Was he, th- he just
3: didn't like roaches or, or bugs? I
2: think.
0: But he was. Yeah. You say he was spraying at anything?
1: Yeah,
3: he'll spray at anything. Yeah.
0: I find that story endearing. Yeah. That's like um, <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys read this article, but there was this uh, supermodel, who said she went on the worst date of her life with uh-huh. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Did you hear about that? No. No. So she said that um, he rented out a th- for their date. He rented out a theater, and then. They watched all the Star Wars movies And he would run around with his lightsaber And recite lines and swing it around Leonardo? Said, yeah What? And she said that was the worst I was like That sounds awesome <laughs> <laughs> You guys, What is wrong with you, man?
4: <laughs> go on, you, go
0: to, you go to a movie And then the, one of the greatest and actors of all time Is reenacting what? scenes But was he already a greatest movie? actor of all time? Was he in his 20s? Oh,
4: this is, no, this you know. is
0: recently
1: Recently? Yeah That would freak me out, man I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be fun too, to be honest with you.
3: Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Just like if no, Peter babe, Moon you would have. Oh no,
0: no, no, no! no, no, I, would right no is, I would
2: not have fun. No, I would not have fun doing. Really?
0: That. No. Why not? No,
3: dude, that's weird. Of course, it's weird. Weird, but cool at the same time.
0: Yeah, you got to figure the guy like probably doesn't get out very much. He's a super ridiculous celebrity.
2: Let him, be, let him be I think of many more things that I'd be wanting to do with a supermodel besides running around <laughs> with a s- lightsaber I'm sorry
0: <laughs> alright so anyway back to Tracy <laughs> yeah, yeah. so Tracy so so you're learning from Peter Moon is your intention to become an ukulele performer
4: see
0: a- again I, I'm coming from a different timeline time you know so yeah. to me becoming an ukulele performer is not even a thing you know that didn't even cross my brain when I was younger right I didn't know that existed.
3: That's a really interesting question, too, that that you're asking. Because, you know, if you ask me now, I would say that I always wanted to to teach. Okay. But I think that back then, I might have wanted to play. But I just don't remember it so much because it was so long ago. I mean, why else would I go to Peter Moon to learn? Right. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of forget Well, it was also
2: right there. So it was kind of an opportunity, right? I mean... Peter Moon works with the distributor and you're like well shit I want to yeah. get better at playing ukulele I mean, who wanted to learn from the master at yeah. the time I mean yeah. 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 yeah although I don't know that the learning
3: you thought was going to involve putting on a, no, <laughs> no, a I, green I, ranger I, mask and shooting it I, get I roaches, expected to but, pay for lessons is what I yeah, expected mm. to do you know but the truth is, is that he wasn't. He doesn't. He didn't really consider himself a teacher, and he didn't have a program to teach. Yeah. So I think he just wanted to, you know, just have me come over and just do whatever. Every now and then, I go to Ono's pick up food for him. You guys remember Ono's? Yeah. 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 That's a kind. Who is it? Was telling us a story
0: exactly like that. Bobby there Yeah, Bobby Bodero.
3: Was it Bobby? Yeah, it was Ray, Bobby there Um,
0: Ray Kane. Ray Kane.
2: Same thing. Oh my just God, Ray Kane. Come over to Come over the house. Hang out. You know, five o'clock, six o'clock at night, uh, Uncle, I gotta go home. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> we're gonna eat food and da da da. And then he, next thing he knows, it's 10 o'clock at night. Hasn't learned anything about uh, Slack Key, but he's hanging out with Reikane and you just sort of soak in the That man
3: was, was so funny though, Reikane. Because hmm. we were the distributor too. Yeah. Oh. And as soon as he came into the parking lot, we would know because he would be like doing this. Yeah. He's <laughs> 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 walking through the parking. Coughing? Huh? Coffee? what was that no no just going yeah like yeah I'm here you know like, like letting, letting everybody know. know he's there <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was so funny man he was such a nice guy too just biggest heart you must also have some
1: characters working at that place huh
3: oh yeah I met I met a lot of people working with it Peter, Peter most especially was probably my you know my favorite person that I met but I, I met a lot of people working with it, for sure but even working at a studio too you know you meet a lot of people too yeah
2: yeah well, I mean, was the idea for you to be in music this your whole life? Was that the whole deal?
3: I definitely wanted to do music when I when I got to high school. I kind of mm. realized that music was where I wanted to go. You, okay, when you
2: went high school, where
3: McKinley, and I guess you know I was playing music. I was playing in band, and I, I was playing uh, brass instruments. I got a scholarship to go to Arizona State University, so that's where I ended up. And I thought that music for me was going to mean playing in a band somewhere. But as it turns out, by about the second year, um, I came back home uh, for like winter or something. I didn't want to go back because mm-hmm. I was like, this, this is you know, this is where I want to be. This is, right, this is my home. I, I, I can talk to people here; they understand me. People look <laughs> like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, it, it, I just didn't want to go back. So I talked to my parents about it, and they're okay with it. And when
2: well, was what year was this at college? I
3: don't know, John. <laughs> I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. I have no Seriously? memory. Seriously? Ninety-two. Yeah,
1: ninety, 92. ninety-two. What? What part of um? What year was it when it just became a blur for you? From what on? Because I have that problem too. You know, like my college years, it's just a blur.
2: I don't remember anything.
4: 68 I think, is well, when it You were
1: partying through most of your college years, yeah? Month. But I wasn't. Stupid drunk or anything? It's just a blur. Nah, we just did so much stuff.
2: You did a lot of, yeah, a lot of yeah, stuff yeah. that you actually legally. Can I mean, talk the nineties oh is a blur for can't me. Can't talk is about it about the nineties around? Maybe? No, he cannot. He he literally he probably cannot talk about some of the stuff because yeah. some of the stuff is illegal. So what?
4: Yeah, yeah, us yes. do
3: that kind of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. yeah you did. You know. We need to we need to I change was the, there for before some of the that stuff before the cops come knocking at your door.
0: Yeah, and you know what's <laughs> crazy about you working at as a distributor that doesn't even exist anymore.
2: Yeah. Is that true? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean... Mountain oh, Apple... Distributors I don't know. No, well, not Mountain even Apple's They not don't do that. What? They, they do recordings distribute. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even even, even uh, when they still
4: send
2: me my checks. I think oh, oh no. The, the business model as it stands, I mean, it's still... They still run as Mountain Apple company, but as far as being a distributor of that kind of stuff, they, they moved do it anymore. to a digital realm. I mean, what do you I buy
1: that you right now? I mean, you can go like walmart probably and walmart has like some that's yeah. about it some cds yeah. walmart is some pretty much it. but that's about it yeah yeah man physical, i, mean, I out of it CDs or what i know but of course Barn that makes water, total sense and,
0: um, barnes and nobles mm. Mm. i mean the only reason why you even print cds anymore is to give out at gigs or something yeah. mm. it's a it's a lost leader <laughs> thing for you guys yeah. not even to sell it yeah not even to sell it
3: yeah. can sell them anymore yeah. yeah
0: well half people don't even have CDs. yeah yeah give me a cd yeah. Like, what do we do? Yeah, what do we do with that? Yeah, it's is this a, a mirror. Story? It's a
3: mirror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so
0: we're, we're actually looking into this idea of NFTs. Yeah, I've um, seen a little bit about that. From music fungible. and stuff. I've been, yeah, I've been kind of reading up about it and whatnot. I, I don't get it. I don't get it either.
3: It's it just, I don't understand. It's like, am I too old for that stuff? Is it's that
0: what, a, it is? The, what it is, is it's a digital
2: image, but it's, it's uh, embedded with something that's um, like a code that makes it specific to that image. So you can people can make a copy of it, but they won't have that specific image in the in the actual um, code itself huh. because it's not that code, and you own that code. It's not official, so to speak.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But <laughs> no one's like gonna and no one's to
2: gonna no one's gonna care in about fifty years. Yeah, maybe less. Yeah, yeah, because the copies are gonna be just as good.
0: <laughs> that yeah, but like the um what you can do with a non-fungible token though is you can put in like um specific actions or benefits to having that token so mm-hmm. you could say like hey if you have the uh pure heart non-fungible token at any concert you c- come to you can come backstage mm-hmm. and it's connected to that that token so if you have a copy you're not going to be you yeah,
2: don't have
3: like the,
0: getting, but if yeah. you have the real one then you can you know y- or whatever I mean it's almost
3: like a special pass that you're buying but here. you're yeah. talking virtually backstage
1: right John not physically backstage
0: well maybe when the pandemic's over <laughs> physically no like even in the metaverse and all you can perform a pure. oh concert. yeah 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 yeah. that's right yeah you yeah. can do virtually backstage and all that stuff too yeah, oh, wait is this
3: metaverse thing is it live?
0: no it's not well not I yet. mean it, technically there are metaverses but there's not a big conglomerate one yeah. yet Hmm. so like Fortnite is a metaverse
3: yeah yeah yeah, right right so are you guys are we i mean i don't even know about this metaverse thing is it something that's really going to happen
0: yeah well they're going to make it happen happen, it's going to happen is it a good
3: thing or is it a bad thing it's a spooky thing it's a spooky thing but why is it a spooky thing
2: because you're going to spend more of your time in this uh created it's like it's like the matrix dude so basically people are going to want to be there instead of be out here which is sort of the which is how the Matrix and was And John's already halfway done. there. Yeah. You can't contact John's him between Fort- 10 yeah. o'clock and night and <laughs> 4 o'clock in the morning. John's the in the Fortnite
1: in And you can't yeah, talk to him. that's it. So he's already training himself yeah. for this, you, he's know? you yeah, know. he's ready. You know, it's funny. It's
0: kind of true because I am my headphones on. So my phone is there, but I can't hear it because I'm... Exactly. I mean, you know, yeah. my game is too loud. Well that and so.
2: you're playing your game, so you're not gonna pay attention yeah. to your phone anyway. Every
0: once in a while like I'll turn and look at my phone, but yeah. And you know,
2: he'll go, Oh, look, Devin texted me. Okay, <laughs> anyway. Gotta kill know, this I'll guy. Yeah.
3: Some people love that's, video games. That's
2: the thing. Like our our generation, we remember what it's like to be analog. So for us it's difficult to process the whole digital world thing like we can we can appreciate it like I I have I have the oculus so I can appreciate being in um the the digital world and picking up stuff and it's really cool and all that right but for us living outside of that makes more sense sometimes Mm. right so I mean at least I don't know I can only speak for myself
3: I can agree with you I mean especially you know since uh since the pandemic started and I had to start teaching people online yeah I can definitely agree with you on that. I mean, I understand the value of being in person with people. And uh, maybe that's just kind of like a small little glimpse as to what this metaverse is going to be like. Maybe mm-hmm. we're just going to be like, you know what? That's too much.
2: Yeah, Because it's going to be headsets and, you know, yeah. little gloves that you put tactical on. That wear. And tactical wear. Tactical wear. I stuff. like
3: not having to see people face to face. I really do <laughs> like that. So like, you know, I mean, not teaching, but yeah. like if I go to the mall, I, I would prefer not to have anybody there. I would like the mall to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I mean that's, that could be a good thing that's that's an exactly what's gonna happen yeah. this yeah. thing you know?
1: yeah, that's weird
2: though cause welcome to were, my world yeah but you've yeah. always been kind of a personality I don't, I don't what does that mean you've always had personality like socially yeah he, like he's always been I don't yeah. know and granted uh, you know we, we've we only known each other for 40 years yeah. and I and, and best friends people change me, yeah. and yeah we were best friends but no um, but you always struck me as a personable person i mean uh, for me at least hmm. when i remember you right yeah like i never would have been friends with you you kind of rescued me from fifth grade because oh. you were friendly to
3: me i'm a hero now
2: yeah <laughs> you would, but you were friendly to me i mean you had ukulele and you wandered around, oh my god <laughs> seriously that that is the one thing that is the one thing i remember mostly about you i don't is even the know fact that that's true we were now, that same okay? we were that same height <laughs> And you and Richard O'Connell <laughs> had your
1: ukuleles all the time. You never let go of that you fucking know, you're thing. You're at the point where you can make up any story about. Him I know, as and a he kid, just goes. And with he don't
3: even know. I kind so. of remember that's why. So yeah. Okay, yeah. But I
1: remember
2: Erdman. Going to Erdman. I remember. You were my at my first fight. It was you were at all kinds. You of had stuff. a fight. Wow, yeah. Devin had a fight. Jesse, I can't remember his last name. Oh my
3: goodness, you remember everything?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I don't remember everything. I remember specific moments. Cause he, like, remember how you said, "Oh yeah, Devin, wa- Devin and I wanted the same girl. Jesse wanted to be with my girlfriend, Kelly." Kelly and she liked me better. No, it <laughs> <laughs> was never Kelly. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly wanted to dance with me at a dance. And uh, was Kelly who like boring.
1: the untouchable one in your class? And
3: no, bro, but no, she really. was.
2: No, she was. She was kind of. Bossy and yeah, Tita
3: and typical girl in, yeah. in my opinion. I, I mean, we used to hang on. I, I, I went to her house once, wherever Prospect Street is, somewhere around there, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I remember being super bossy. Yeah, she was bossy. People, But you know, yeah, you remember Judd Sakamoto because she, she was into Judd. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Donna Judd was my best friend. I mean, next to so you guys husband. basically were afraid of her then back then. I think everybody was afraid of her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she no. asked me to. She
2: asked me to dance at a I dance have in a pictures.
3: Of, I mean, we went to the Big Island in 4th mm-hmm. grade. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I have pictures. All the pictures are nothing but her. <laughs> because? Tracy, take Bullock. my picture. No, because that's what I wanted to take pictures yeah. of. Yeah.
1: Oh, because she was the hot one in the class? Yeah.
3: That was the other thing. You were like girl crazy early on. I was girl crazy when I got out of my mom's.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I got a question. Yeah. <laughs> so are you still a big Sandra Bullock fan?
3: I am still a big Sandra Bullock fan, but. She's not really that active anymore, so. That's true. You so like much.
1: Sandra Bullock with speed? Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I thought okay. she was really cute. That,
0: that was that not was. What a Birdcage? Birdcage? Bird, cage. bird cage? Yeah, that no was she bird,
1: bird box.
3: Bird box. Bird cage. Bird <laughs> box. You know what? I I, I think I saw. <laughs>
4: <bird> <laughs> <cage>. <laughs> she, she, she was blindfolded half them. the time
3: anyway, so you couldn't see her face. Ah, <laughs> oh, I cannot remember that movie. I don't remember that movie. The bird box one.
2: Yeah. That was the one that the uh, you couldn't see because if you re- if you were looking, it created these images in your eyes They're of all these monsters. The whole time. So you had to blindfold yeah. yourself. You know, maybe you I didn't see, see that. the monsters. Oh. No, it was on Netflix. She's
1: not bad looking. And she Netflix. looks all she
2: yeah. looks all bust she looks all bust up in that movie. Oh. Yeah, and she's <laughs> a mom. And, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh. <sighs> I just remember Tracy being really into Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I was. So he, married, and he okay. married. His
2: wife kind of looked like yeah, Sandra yeah, Bullock, that's, that's
0: true. Right? What? <laughs> but, but Tracy, oh wait, wait. come on bro, go with it. I'm ch- we're trying to help you out here. <laughs> In the essence of time, I, I definitely want to talk about this. Okay. Well. Are we out of time already? No, we're not. We got about oh. 15 more minutes. No Damn. Left. Okay.
3: Fishing. So fishing. Can we, we get water? Because you guys topic. all talk about
0: fishing. Yeah.
3: What are we going to talk about fishing? So,
0: okay. Well, let me start off with this. You are an ultralight guy.
3: Yeah, ultralight. You
0: fishing. like to do ultralight fishing.
3: Three grams maximum on my lures.
0: So, for those of you who do not know what ultralight fishing is, is you basically you're going for smaller fish.
3: Not necessarily. Not
0: necessarily, because the big ones you got a challenge. Yeah. Well, well, you're. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So your tackle is light. Like the line strength you use is light. The poles are lighter.
3: What's yeah. your pound test so line that you use? I use three pound test. Three you you pound leader. Tests. My my entire setup is three pound test. <laughs> from the from the from the spool to the leader is all three pound. Wow. What? So all the same, huh? Yeah. Oh, you do a lot of whipping. Yeah.
4: What was the biggest fish you caught
3: with that? Maybe like a two pounder. Popio. I think it was a Vecke. Mm. Must have been a good fight. It wasn't a good fight, bro. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, super the whole idea of,
0: of the um the light tackle is that basically the smaller fish feels like yeah. a bigger fish. You smaller know, like fish feel like
3: big fish. You, don't gotta
0: you have to throw those back though? I mean you catch a two pound fish.
3: I don't bring I don't bring fish home anyway. Yeah. Mm.
0: yeah. Two
1: pound veque is a pretty good size veque. Really? Yeah, you yeah. can bring that home anytime. You can eat bring that. That. get plenty of meat on that. Yeah. yeah, but,
3: but what, t- what made
0: you go for the light tackle stuff?
3: Because my arm, uh, I had tennis elbow,
4: <laughs>
3: and i I couldn't throw. I couldn't throw the big poles anyway, because every time I throw, my arm would hurt. Ah. So I switched, and now I don't even throw it. I don't even throw it over. I I grab the line and I flick them out. Huh. So it's like a slingshot cast yeah, almost. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. What
1: kind of pole are you using?
3: the pole that i'm using the one my favorite one is from japan it's by a company called major craft and that one that one will throw five pound test maximum and i think no 10 grams max that one will throw
1: are you using those little conventionals are using a spinner reel
3: i'm using the spinner reels i used to use the bait casters before but the problem with the bait casters is that um to throw something light is really really difficult really difficult so mm. i switched over to the spinners okay and i'm happy i just i couldn't be happy i just
1: monofilament line then
3: uh, i use braid, braid three pound three pound braid um for the main line and then uh what's the other one not monofilament fluorocarbon. fluorocarbon yeah on the on the leader
2: okay now i need you all to back up and talk to people who don't fish because that whole five ten minutes nobody <laughs> understood what the hell you guys were talking about Everybody fishes except for you, Devin. Yeah. No. I used to fish. I don't fish anymore. But I'm talking about people who are listening. Who Let's go, Devin. Come on. Who are in, go, the, Devin, who are in Nebraska who don't fish. Like, they,
1: don't, they just don't know. Seriously, well, well, they won't and, understand Hawaii, what's happening. Because he's talking about whipping and trying yeah, and all that stuff. They're not going to Tr- know. Tracy has tennis elbow. Okay. Needed to use lighter lines so it doesn't ruin his elbow. Okay. Super flexible rod. Okay. Lightweight tackle with three point Everything mind. just light. Yeah, light Lightweight, light, lightweight, lightweight, lightweight as as tackle possible. meaning.
0: Lightweight tackle meaning. Like the pole is light, the the line he uses is small. The grill so is light. So you know. Yeah. Everything is just light. Yeah.
2: Okay. And the reason that you go for that well, for his and him it's a tennis elbow, but if but there was an obvious sort of It's a sport more like right? it is guess, a sport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, for, it's a little more challenging because you
0: know, if you have the bigger line, right, then it's not as you can force f- them in. Yeah, yeah th- it's not mm-hmm. as likely the fish is going to break the line, or you know. So if you're on the lighter line, when you're fighting the fish, it's a little bit more challenging.
4: Yeah.
3: You got to play with it. You yeah. got to let them run, let them get tired, so you yeah. can just kind of drag them in lightly, and then let them run some more. You know. So it's so it's
2: almost like uh, it's almost like fishing for a really big fish, but because you're using a light line, right, the chances of it breaking are yeah right. exactly and a
1: smaller fish gives you a really good fight on a
2: light
4: uh, tackle like that but yeah. Yeah,
3: so for me know. but for me like that That yes it it started off for my tennis elbow but now my tennis elbow is fine mm. I just really like fishing ultra light.
4: Mm.
3: you know it's just so much fun when you catch on small fish and you're like this right and you go whoa whoa uh, yeah, whoa and everybody's over there going what the heck's going on what the <laughs> <laughs> heck right. and it's smokish. they're all watching you pull up this gigantic fish that's <laughs> like about the size of a guppy you know I, so love 90% I love it. Ninety percent
1: of your catches yeah. release then.
3: Hundred percent of my 100%. catches release. Yeah, it's only because I don't bring a cool, cooler with me. So you it's know.
1: good exercise, basically. Too, you're in the water walking around.
3: The only reason I started going fishing is because of the pandemic. Mm. Oh, okay. I used to fish before, but when the pandemic started, I needed to do something to get my kids in the sun. Yeah. So that's what it came down to. I decided, you know, I'm going to start taking them fishing, and it really worked out because especially my younger one it loves it. So he and I have created a really strong bond nice. over, over fishing, Ooh.
1: yeah. Oh, good. Me
3: and John went drone
0: fishing a couple
1: oh, years Oh, you yeah. guys
3: making me jealous. Though. That was fun. That man. was fun. <laughs> you guys caught something? Yeah,
0: we caught. did. But, uh, okay, here's my here's my issue with the drone fishing. So the drone fishing that we did was basically just, just fly the line out, mm-hmm. you know. And then so you, you attach just it, it
2: to a drone and you drop it in
1: the water? Yeah. yeah. It's on a ski underneath the drone. So you put the lead. Yeah. And then he flew it out. And then he reversed it and the lead fell. So you're loosening your line from shore. Okay. And the and the drone is taking it
0: out. Yeah. So the drone doesn't do the fishing. It just drops the line farther mm-hmm. out than... You could cast, you it. Can cast uh, it. You can cast it. So okay. you can get it farther out. Or you out could than. spot with a camera on the drone. Yeah, where you, yeah p- you could kind of place it where you want. The only thing is... Well, when when I went to Kyle, that was awesome. Because he yeah. caught a big-ass Oeo. Oh, um, awesome. But we caught some other stuff another time. But the thing is, like... It's so far out, mm-hmm. right? That by the time you kind of reeling in the fish, in, the thing's dead already. It's yeah. like, exhausted. <laughs> like it, it's, it's been fighting for like fifteen <laughs> minutes because it's so far. I do that
1: John's <laughs> tired, kicking beat. Like yeah,
0: <laughs> so it's kind of like you know you, you you don't want you don't want that, right? you don't, I, I don't want to. Yeah. K- number one, I don't want to kill the fish. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm being a little bit dramatic. I don't think the fish died. I don't I don't think I can't remember, but. Um, yeah but it's just it was just like you know it was just wasn't fighting back already so it's just it's like it's like dragging in a boot I guess
3: it depends on like if you're gonna be someone that's that's there to to get fish to eat yeah that's not such a bad thing Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know for somebody like me I really want the fight that's yeah. the only thing right. that I'm really interested so it's a sport of it for you well, yeah it is a sport of
1: it when yeah. we tried it it was our first time ever trying it we didn't know what we were doing we <laughs> <So laughs> yeah. were at Mauna Loa Bay which is you know where no, there's no fish there uh, we, <laughs> we load it up and I go take it to like at least the, lip, the edge of the other reef across of us we, like, dra- we take it out drop yeah. the line and then we're just cruising and then the pole hits and he John reels up like this what, maybe six pounds
0: you, you reeled it up, but oh, not well,
2: bad nice. size. Yeah, that's a six pound fish. Yeah.
1: yeah, a real skinny out of sight. Okay, he's, yeah, reels it up and then I, we're all stoked. And I look at it, and I go, "Bro, let's let it go." And he's like, "Why?" I don't know. <laughs> I felt like we we're cheating in some way. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: we let it go. Yeah, that yeah. was our only
1: one time we went. Actually, I, I, you know, you
0: constantly. know where it'd be good is if uh, you're doing like lua fishing or something, and you're on a cliff. Oh
4: yeah. Or what oh down. yeah, like, like salt point or something like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, because then you could kind of like. Tell where you're going to drop it and drop it out. I think for just like small one, two-pound fish or three, even three, four-pound fish, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd recommend but it. But
1: I do think the hardcore guys will look at you and go, mm. what are you doing, bro? You know, like <laughs> I think we'll be shunned. Ah. <laughs> a certain we'll think, spots, you know? Oh,
3: maybe, maybe. Yeah. But for me, I, I'm envious when I see people throwing drones out or throwing oh, yeah? drones out. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I wouldn't mind. just Because even if I throw my conventional, I cannot catch on a lure. Save my life,
4: mm.
3: you know. The drone would certainly be nice just to have that experience, yeah. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. So. But can you imagine if it k- catches on and there's like 15
0: guys all lined
1: up with drones <laughs> oh, he on sees
0: drones, weird.
3: they will make laws about that yeah, gonna, before make a that law happens. Law, you know?
0: Yeah, you know what's yeah. interesting is as I thought it would catch on and like everyone would have a drone at some point because drones would get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper mm-hmm. as time goes on. But you know what, like drones ki- kind of have stayed the same price. It's just that they keep upgrading the drone mm, so it can yeah. do more and it's like mm-hmm. better camera and stuff. And that. Mm, but they don't keep the old like so the, the drone that we used, I would expect would be like a hundred bucks now. You know, like the because qu- the quality. Of, the but one, they don't, they the don't sell it if anymore. If you crashed it, it would have been loss mm. of like a grand, right? Yeah. It, it was $700 back then. Yeah. So Ooh. that's why I was a little bit apprehensive about continuing to do because it wasn't even my drone. I borrowed it from somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Tracy, we yes. come to this part of the podcast where we ask all of our guests. Okay. If you're stranded on a desert island for the rest of eternity and you could take three albums with you to listen to for the rest of all time. sounds so serious. Man, and um, <laughs> can it be greatest hits albums? Oh. Yeah. Sorry, bro.
1: Or
4: what best
0: what of. What three albums would what you take with you?
3: Otasan. Go. No. no. <laughs> Man, I cannot even think of one that I would take with me. Wow! Doobie Brothers. Okay.
1: Oh,
3: which one? I don't know I because the one that I want is the Greatest Hits.
1: <laughs> I think everybody owned that Greatest Hits album. Yeah,
3: be. number one and two. Yeah. The Eagles. Number one and two. Number one and two. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: but okay, definitely Pink Floyd, The Wall, for sure.
1: Wow. Okay.
3: I would also take. I like to take Dark Side of the Moon too yeah you
1: like the wall before Dark Side of the Moon
3: yeah but you know why I held off on that was because there's a reggae version of Dark Side of the Moon that I love oh really yeah by this group yeah by this group called um, Easy Star All Stars really and it's the entire album of Dark Side of the Moon done in reggae huh and I love it because it's so like like Pink Floyd kind of puts you in that real spacey kind of zone as it is but when you listen to it done in dub (laughs) <laughs> it's like holy crap oh,
1: I want to hear that now yeah
3: you gotta go listen to some Easy Star All Stars okay but for my third album man the greatest hits man It <laughs> have to be something by Lionel Richie Tuskegee his last ah, oh wow ah. I love that album Lionel Richie man he's you ever seen him live no
0: I haven't seen him live I've never seen him like live live but I've seen a live performance like <laughs> the filmed live performance yeah that guy is. Uh, I I always tell you, if you get a chance to see Lionel Richie live, you should go. Yeah. Cause he is exciting. Yeah. He's, he's a showman. with the yeah. Watching yeah, him with not, the Commodores was amazing. Yeah, it's not like he just gets up there and gets the piano and kind of sits there. He's running around. And he's like getting people all hyped and stuff. Like he's he he really puts on a show, man. I gotta give that guy. Those credit. things are
3: gone. Yeah, of, the, of these singers, like just with their guitars walking around the stage, and now it's every day just stand there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, t- unless you're doing choreography, to be
0: honest, I haven't been to a live show in a in a while. Mm. Like like a large live show, you know. We saw like Christina Aguilera and Brian McKnight and stuff. Right? That was been there. nice.
1: Yeah, man. I can't even yeah. remember my last big concert I went to. Yeah,
0: Brian McKnight was actually really good. Really? Yeah, better than uh, I was expecting. Brian McKnight was yeah, good. He's good. And then he like, um, you know, he does a lot of duets, right? And then they, they have a big video screen, and the person who sings with him is on the screen and stuff like. That. Yeah, he sings with that. It was good. Yeah, I'd recommend him. All right. Cool. Well, we're gonna take a break right now and go to our Patreon section. Thank you, everybody on YouTube, for listening to the podcast. I'd like to thank Tracy for being here. Thank you. We're gonna break out, and Tracy's gonna take out a to play Woo-hoo. a song or two for you all in our Patreon section. So Devin's gonna play some. I'm looking. I'm looking up the. I'm looking up the sample of the now. Pink Floyd reggae. Oh, okay. So, we'll oh wait, we can't do that. T- 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 wait, oh yeah, up yeah, yeah, we can't do that. Sort of oh, we're in trouble. Sort of flag <laughs> <laughs> us. Uh, <laughs> So we'll do that
3: on the Patreon, too.
4: Okay. (laughs) All right. Mm. See you guys in a little bit. We'll be back after this. Aloha.